peace to you in Jesus' name. We celebrate the gracious way of our God. He is abundantly and outrageously generous in his love for us. And Jesus came to tell us about God's gracious way and then make it so by his sacrifice and triumph. The gracious way of God is ours today and forever. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? One thing I have asked of the Lord, this, this I will seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, for he will hide me in his shelter in the day of trouble. He will conceal me under the cover of his tent. He will lift me high upon a rock. As we come before our God, we know that we need him in so many ways. We confess we need you, Heavenly Father. We cannot count how many ways we need you. We turn to God in repentance and implore him for mercy. Good and faithful Lord, do not hide your face from us. Do not turn away from us. The prophet Isaiah writes, Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. Our God has drawn near in the person of Jesus Christ, whose death and resurrection bring forgiveness, life, and salvation. As a servant of Christ and by his authority, I forgive you all your sins. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let us pray. Lord God, Heavenly Father, so much in our lives is uncertain and unsure. Help us trust in your gracious way and rely on your great goodness. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Our Old Testament reading is from the first book of Kings, chapter 17, beginning at verse 7. Sometime later, the brook dried up because there had been no rain in the land. Then the word of the Lord came to Elijah. Go at once to Zarephath in the region of Sidon and stay there. I have directed a widow there to supply you with food. So he went to Zarephath, 
And when he came to the town gate, a widow was there gathering sticks. He called to her and asked, Would you bring me a little water in a jar so I may have a drink? As she was going to get it, he called, And bring me, please, a piece of bread. Oh, as surely as the Lord our God lives, she, she replied, I don't have any bread, only a handful of flour in a jar and a little olive oil in a jug. I'm gathering a few sticks to take home and make a meal for myself and my son that we may eat it and die. Elijah said to her, Don't be afraid. Go home and do as you have said. But first make a small loaf of bread for me from what you have and bring it to me and then make something for yourself and your son. For this is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says. The jar of flour will not be used up, and the jug of oil will not run dry, until the day the Lord sends rain on the land. She went away and did as Elijah had told her. So there was food every day for Elijah and for the woman and her family. For the jar of flour was not used up, and the jug of oil did not run dry, in keeping with the word of the Lord spoken by Elijah. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Holy Gospel is from St. Matthew, the sixth chapter, beginning at verse 25. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said, Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food, and the body more than clothes? Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Can any one of you, by worrying, add a single hour to your life? And why do you worry about clothes? See how the flowers of the field grow. They do not labor or spin. Yet I tell you that even King Solomon, in all of his splendor, was not dressed like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow, is thrown into the fire, will he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? Glory to you, O Lord. 
So do not worry, saying, What shall we eat? Or what shall we drink? Or what shall we wear? For the pagans run after all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you. Therefore do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Our God wants to tell the story of his gracious way with each one of our lives. Jesus has such comforting insights about God's gracious way. He tells us how to see and feel the gracious way of God. What will it look like in your life when you take Jesus at his word? He says, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. How will it change the story of your life when you do as Jesus suggests? Seek first God's kingdom and his righteousness. How does it change things to believe that? Your heavenly Father knows what you need. Our God used the life of the prophet Elijah to tell the story of his gracious way. Elijah's name means the Lord is my God. That was appropriate, because God had called Elijah to be his prophet. Elijah was a bold and courageous man, to be sure, 
but God would show his gracious way. Through the life of this man, mostly by his trust and his total dependence on God. How might God do this in your life? Way back then, there was a crisis in the land. King Ahab was promoting worship of the false god Baal. King Ahab was an evil and selfish man. His actions provoked the anger of the God of Israel. So God sent Elijah to the king. And the prophet announced, As the Lord God of Israel lives, there will be no rain in the land for the next few years. It was divine judgment. With it, God wanted to use the life of Elijah to speak of his gracious way. When the story is told, what will God say with your life? God told Elijah to leave the world of people and politics and go out and hide in the wilderness. It was a powerful statement by God. He was saying, I am taking my prophet away so that you will not hear my divine word at all until you turn in a new direction. God told Elijah to go out into the wilderness and live in a deep ravine between two mountains. God promised to give Elijah water from the brook in the ravine. And God promised that every day he would send black ravens to bring the prophet bread and meat on their wings. Elijah was completely dependent on the gracious way of God. How do you mark the grace of God given to you in your life each day? The Lord was true to his word. Every day the birds came with bread and meat for Elijah's breakfast and dinner. And the stream kept flowing for Elijah to drink. But after the long drought, the brook finally dried up. But God was still with Elijah. The word of the Lord came to Elijah. Go to Zarephath and stay there, he said. God was sending Elijah out to a coastal sea town. This was bold. What was God saying? This place by the sea had been at the center of the worship of the false god Baal. 
God wanted the life of Elijah to tell the story of his gracious way even in this forsaken place. God is sovereign king everywhere and anywhere. God wants to be known as the one who can make our way gracious in a drought-forsaken land where his name is not called out in prayer at all. So God told Elijah, I have commanded a widow in that place to supply you with food. God was inviting Elijah into an even deeper trust and dependence on him. So, will this be the theme of your life and your story? Will God show his grace by your growing trust in him? Elijah was tired and hungry. He had walked a long way to get to Zarephath. At the city gate, he saw a widow who was gathering sticks. Elijah asked the poor woman, Could you bring me a little water and perhaps a piece of bread? Sadly, the woman said, I only have a handful of flour in the jar and a little oil. I am gathering a few sticks to take home and make a last meal for myself and my son that we may eat it and die. I wonder if Elijah might have sounded a little like Jesus when he said confidently to this woman, Don't be afraid. It's the same confidence that we hear from Jesus when he says, Do not worry, saying, What shall we eat or what shall we drink? Your heavenly Father knows what you need. Elijah has what we call positive vibes. He believes that God will be gracious. And so his posit positivity inspires the widow to believe this too. Go home and make us some bread, Elijah says. For this is what the Lord says. The jar of flour will not be used up, and the jug of oil will not run dry until the day the Lord gives rain on the land. By expressing his positive faith in God's gracious way, Elijah inspires this widow who had just been in despair to now believe God will be gracious. So she went home and made bread. 
Amazingly, there was food every day for the woman and her family and Elijah. The jar of flour was not used up, and the oil did not run dry. God's grace to us is constant, and God's grace is consistent. Faith is a positive force by which we can receive God's gracious way. Elijah helps us to see that our faith and confidence in God can inspire faith in people that we care about and people that are close to us. Like Elijah, our faith could even inspire someone in a faraway place or just in a chance meeting. This is God's gracious way. His Spirit lives among us. It is a gift to be received and given away. Inspiration is never really very far away. Jesus is so confident of this. He tells us we can get inspired just by watching the birds of the air. God graciously takes care of them. He sends water from the sky to grow trees for them, to nest, and he provides food for them. Jesus says, even the beauty of a flower in a field can inspire our faith in God's gracious way. Well, just think what your words of encouragement might create for someone else. Jesus says, O oh, you of little faith, yours is the kingdom of God. We have even more reason to believe this than Elijah. Now it's written in history. Jesus gave himself as a holy sacrifice for us to have God's gracious way. Jesus rose from his grave alive so that God's gracious way is set before us forever. May you be so blessed. Let me pray for you. Good Father, we thank you and praise you and worship you for your gracious way with us. Bless us with trust and faith and a readiness to share the positive force of our faith that you may be glorified. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. I invite you to share with me the words of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, 
his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. We worship God with our offering. You could make your offering by sending it to our church by mail or by going through our website to make a donation. Thank you. Bless you. Together we pray. Gracious Lord, you have blessed us abundantly. Thank you for all the ways we may see you in the blessing of our lives. Enrich us with your spirit and enlighten us in your gracious way. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Almighty God, as the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return to it without watering the earth, so is your word that you promise will not return to you empty. We ask the blessing of your Holy Spirit as we seek you. Give us peaceful hearts and quiet minds in your gracious way. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. O God, we ask your blessing for our families, our communities, for where we work, where we shop and go to school. May we be generous and gracious to everyone around us. May what is good and right and true win out among us. As you give us the wisdom and discernment of your spirit, Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Lord Jesus, hear the cries of all who call out to you for comfort, healing, and relief. Visit and relieve them according to your gracious will. Bless them with your peace and joy. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. 
Lord, we ask your blessing upon those we name before you in our hearts. Into your hands, gracious God, we commend all for whom we pray, trusting in your mercy for the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Father, we thank you that Jesus has taught us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. For the life-giving presence of Jesus our Lord, we give you thanks and praise. For the glorious hope of the resurrection, we give you thanks and praise. For the opportunity to bless one another with joy, we give you thanks and praise. Together we worship, holy, holy, holy Lord God. God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. And the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace. Amen. Thank you for listening to this audio service of Bethlehem Lutheran Church, Glen Lake, Minnesota. This podcast features Reverend James Disney with music by Sue Bloom, produced and edited by Amy Munson. If you enjoy listening, we encourage you to visit our website at www.blcmtka.org to learn more about our church and to support this podcast. Blessings upon your week.